we have a responsibility to get the work to the streets. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast. Highways, um, movement of goods, these are things that we rely on every day. Got to have the ability to get their product to market. As long as you're performing, we want to be behind you pushing. Welcome in to another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Digital Media Manager Paul Catool. And as always, I'm joined by Will Kraft. He's the man when it comes to government and constituent affairs here at MDOT. Today, I'm very excited about today's guest. We've got Central District Transportation Commissioner Willie Simmons. A little bit of information about Commissioner Simmons. He served as a state senator for more than 26 years. During that time, for eight years, he was chairman of the Senate Highways and Transportation Committee uh, and uh, lots of experience in public service as an elected official. And we're very excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Paul. And I've been looking forward to coming to the podcast. So thank oh, you. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we've been looking forward to having you. That's and right. So just, uh, just to start us off, uh, you know, Take us through your background and kind of why you wanted to get into public service and why you wanted yeah. to, you know, be a senator and uh, be Central District Transportation Commissioner. Oh, Paul, that's a question that will take forever to answer. <laughs> I've been involved in public service for so long. Started off as a school board member back in Cleveland. Wow. Uh, something I enjoyed doing. And then went into working at the Delta State University and also at the Department of Correction. And then following that, uh, getting into the political arena when I ran for the state senate in 1992 and was very fortunate to be elected and serve until 2020, so about 26 years, and thoroughly enjoyed doing it, working with some great individuals and getting to know a lot of folks who I continue to network with, and that was a great experience for me. So my experience in the political arena has been one of tremendous amount of success as far as I'm concerned, Absolutely. both on the school board and as a state senator and nice commissioner of transportation. Yeah, lucky to have you here. When you, uh, when you got into the Senate, is the Transportation Committee something, or the, the transportation world of policy and legislation, is that something you were interested in or just kind of got into by nature of being over there? Well, I always had an interest in transportation, uh, serving on the Appropriation Committee. And then when I had an opportunity to serve as the chairperson of the subcommittee of appropriation on transportation and getting to know the challenges that the Department of Transportation had in this funding, uh, it was an antiquated funding system that had not been increased since 1987 when the 87 highway program was put into place. So as a senator working uh, with the appropriation and working directly with the Department of Transportation and the leadership, uh, I became very concerned and very supportive of trying to get additional dollars into the system to help build and maintain because I realized that my colleagues before me, uh, when they put together the 87 Highway Program, was a great program, but they did not put it in the maintenance money center to maintain the system. Well, we certainly appreciate all your time and effort that you spent on that committee. We're glad to have you over here now. I think you, you worked with our other commissioner, uh, Commissioner King, there in the Senate for a while, too. Had an opportunity to work with two That's of right. the commissioners. Right. That is Commissioner Hall, who oh, yes. uh, we would like to just say to the family, uh, we continue to love you and your condolences, have our condolences. That's right. But also Commissioner King uh, worked with both of them in the Senate, and coming here, 
was kind of like a reunion yeah. to be a part of the commissioner. I couldn't get away from each other. We can't. <laughs> we can't. And we are we veterans of, uh, you know, so that's very good. And I always admire Commissioner King uh, and his work and commitment as a veteran. And then I have Commissioner Carwell uh, coming in at the same time I came in as a veteran. So we military, uh, ex-military person, uh, have a desire to work to make sure that we win the battles and take care of MDOT. Yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, and we appreciate all of your service. Uh, so I know that a particular interest of yours is kind of the rural transportation network. A lot of your uh, your uh, constituents, uh, your area is, is rural, like in the Delta and then some other areas as well. You had a summit the other day, right? Um, so why, why are you kind of focusing on the rural nature of Mississippi and its transportation network? Because the services provided. Uh, as you well know, the commissioner... Uh, we voluntarily uh, fund the multimodal program, and from that, the public transport system gets about 1.6% uh, of that, a little over a million dollars, which is not adequate, but it is a great program because it provides such services to a community that's needed. The rural part of the state, and you well know, uh, many, much of the area that I serve is in the rural area, uh, we have a lot of citizens who, especially during these times, uh, have problems trying to get where they need to go because they don't have transportation or can't afford it. This public transit system that we do through the multimodal program with Charles Carr and Miss Wilson and all of the uh, areas that provide services out there is a much-needed service. I can reflect back on when we hit COVID and we need to get individuals to the medical uh, programs to be given shots, uh, vaccinations, whatever service they needed. And we were able to reach out to that program and put in place a toll-free number that the Department of Transportation assisted in moving hundreds of individuals to the medical community to get vaccinated. They also take care of our senior citizens when they need to come into Jackson, as well as our veterans. So it's a great program, and I'm very supportive of it. And I'm anxious to see if we are able to get additional dollars uh, coming to it from the state legislature this year. And when I mention state legislature, let me just say that uh, we have to express our appreciation to the legislation for the 2022 session. Sure. Uh, our leader, Brad White, who is the CEO, along with the other staff, uh, worked well with the legislative body, and we were able to get monies that we have not gotten before. So. And that includes being able to give the $10 million to the multimodal program, the public transit system. That's excellent. Yeah, and you talk about public transit and all the things that it goes to. Um, that was one thing <clears throat> when I was a young fella coming to MDOT, uh, just didn't really realize the, the far-reaching impacts. I mean, you alluded to, you know, getting senior citizens, getting our veterans to places, um, getting people to medical appointments, getting folks to work to and from. I mean, it's a huge impact that that public transit and like you said, I know that $10 million, you know, you imagine doubling or tripling that and seeing how far those impacts would go. It is a fantastic thing. Um, well, you know, a lot of folks don't fully understand right. how broad MDOT is and sure. the services. They think about highways and bridges, and we do a great job of taking care of highways and bridges with the amount of resources that we have. We don't appropriate the money that's done by the legislature. Uh, part of our money comes from the federal government, as you well know, and the state through the fuel tax and other taxes that we collect. But it's a great system when you combine everything that we do. We touch the airports, the ports, the rails, 
public transit and then work to maintain the highway system that's been put in place. So in doing that, let me just say how grateful I am as a commissioner to be part of the family of MDOT. Uh, we have, again, Brad White as our CEO uh, and administrative staff, but some 2,700-plus employees who work day and night, who go out into the cold weather uh, during COVID. Uh, when we had our staff out working in ice and snow uh, and rain to help maintain the highways and keep people safe. And you heard very few individuals complaining about the work hours and the work that they were doing. Uh, they did complain about the pay at the time. <laughs> but I must say how grateful, again, I am to our leadership and to the legislative body for working with us that we have been able to help in that arena and get more pay coming to a much deserving group of individuals. And thanks to the leadership and thanks to the legislature for helping us do that. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So let's actually talk about those uh, interstates and highways and bridges a little bit. Uh, lots going on in the Central District. Do you want to highlight any some of the major projects? I know we've had some wrap-up, you know, Highway 49, some I-20 stuff, but anything on anything on the horizon right now? You're taking my thunder. Uh, <laughs> highway 49. I have to talk about Highway 49 because Absolutely. I drove it last week coming off the Gulf Coast uh, when I went to the public transit conference. That is a great system. Uh, the way in which we, the engineers and our staff, put together uh, a plan for that, a design for that, and the turnabouts, uh, the U-turns, or whatever you want to call them, uh, may not be used in the state of Mississippi any place. But that is a great highway, and the number of vehicles that travel that highway uh, throughout, and the fact that we were able to do that without interrupting the business community and the way of having businesses to move and or relocate, a phenomenal job uh, that we love. The yeah. Interstate 20 Bridge is another one. Uh, and then up in the Mississippi Delta, uh, we have the Highway 82 bypass going on. That was a project that's been on the books for some 20 years, and we are now actually building it. Got the big federal uh, grant for that one, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Over in the eastern part of the state in Neshoba County, uh, Neshoba and Lauderdale, Highway 19, uh, we have that moving now. And we are looking at enhancing other projects, uh, like in Lauderdale County and in Neshoba County, uh, Highway 27, which is one of the most dangerous highways in the system, based upon our own engineers telling us that. And we are now doing preliminary and pre-construction kind of work to move that project. So once again, thanks to the legislative body for giving us $35 million uh, that they put in place in what they call capacity projects, and we are utilizing those uh, dollars to help uh, over in Rankin County, uh, Highway 25, uh, Lakeland Drive, which is one of the busiest highways, one that you don't want to drive around 4.30 to right. 6 o'clock in the evening, afternoon. Amen. So that highway we also are working on, and some dollars that came from the legislative body and money that we are putting into it to make it work. So lots of orange bar barrels going up yeah. around, around the Central District. The Central sure. District is, I'm excited about what's going on in the Central District, and we're looking forward to other things like over in Vicksburg, Warren County, helping with the interchange system uh, on our Interstate 20. That's a very dangerous system, and we are moving to help take care of it. Awesome.
Another another big topic again, talking about kudos to the legislature and throwing all the appreciation their way. The lottery money. Um, I know even kind of before that that really came to fruition, uh, I had heard you on numerous occasions mention the getting some more attention on these two-digit or three-digit highways, you know, that maybe had been a little bit neglected for lack of resources over the years. You seeing a lot of lottery project impact in your district? We have hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Pun intended. Yeah, see what the lottery, M. Dot hit the jackpot. Uh, I wish it would have been a little bigger. Uh, as you well know, in the 2018 session, uh, and I was a senator That's right. who actually handled the lottery bill and to get it passed out of the Senate. Uh, and again, when you look back at Governor Tate Reed, who's the lieutenant governor at the time, and uh, Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, both of those gentlemen were against the lottery. Both of them became statesmen and decided to remove themselves out of the way so that the yeah. lottery could be passed if the legislative body wanted to do that. We did it, and we didn't think we was going to generate much money right. from it uh, because we just didn't feel like we would get. So when we came in, we said $80 million a year. The first $80 million would come to the Department of Transportation. We thought we was taking all the money in. <laughs> here today, I'm sitting here, and we are getting $80 million, and probably $80 million, pretty close to it, is going to be going to the Department of Education because this fiscal year, uh, we are here in the fifth month, and the buck of our money has already been generated by the lottery. Who would have thought? Uh, you know, who would have thought it? So with that, we, the commissioners, decided we was going to put uh, all of that money $80 million on our two-lane highways that have not been taken care of uh, with paving in the past 20 years. So you have seen a lot of asphalt flying and smelling all over the place. Uh, where you used to drive through the country and smell good barbecue and fried chicken, <laughs> you're not smelling asphalt. <laughs> Which is okay so for a season, right? We we hear the commissioners at the Department of Transportation and the staff, uh, we consider ourselves fortunate to have those dollars, and we hope that we can get additional dollars coming into our system and recurring monies to take care of the capacity project, but also the maintenance. Yes, sir. So one of the major themes that we try to get across on this show is, you know, when you build these uh, these bridges, interstates, highways, and have quality infrastructure, it impacts economic growth and development. Can you kind of uh, talk about that and, and make that point? It does. Uh, you know, it's been said over and over again, if you build it, they will come. And that is true. If you have a good infrastructure system, the business community and the industrial community will come. You watch what has occurred here in the Jackson metro area with Interstate 55 and Interstate 20 and Highway 49. And we have a Nissan and the Continental and many other projects. When you look up in the northeastern part of the state, uh, around the Pontotoc County, Lee County area, you have Toyota. Uh, you look over in East Mississippi, where we just landed a project that the legislature passed, a big alumni, alumni company, uh, along with the steel core and other companies that are over there. Infrastructure drives that. Uh, when we are able to get the interstate system completely built uh, in the manner in which we have done it in the past and then add to the state system and the county local because the transportation system is not one segment of state government. It's complete. You don't see an 18-wheeler driving along Interstate 20 or Interstate 55 
and unload its cargo. It gets off of the interstate system. It goes on to a state highway, and then from a state to a county, from a county to a municipality. So our entire infrastructure system is very important. And when we have that totally complete infrastructure system in place, industry and businesses are going to come. Uh, that's been everywhere we've built the good highways, and that's why I fight so hard to make sure that we get our infrastructure system completed in the Central District. Over in East Mississippi, around Lauderdale County, uh, we are working very hard to put dollars into the infrastructure system because Meridian, Mississippi, Lauderdale County is ideal when you look at the fact it has an airport, uh, it has a rail system, and it has a connector with north and eastbound traffic for hauling cargo on our rail system. Uh, and with the interstate system being there, Interstate 20 and Interstate 59, it is ideal for economic development growth. And we, Department of Transportation, working with the governor's office and MDA, we are committed to helping them to build out these mega industrial parks that they're speaking of and all the other kind of things that need to be done to make sure economic development takes place because when infrastructure, economic development takes place and you got a good education system, the medical community will come and build, and all of a sudden you have a good, healthy community. Infrastructure, though, is key to building that. Well said. Yeah. Well, we talked about a laundry list of accomplishments, achievements you've had uh, throughout your career and will continue to achieve, I know. Um, but one of which that I know is of great importance to you and, and certainly most proud of, one of the most proud of, the first African-American statewide elected official, correct? That is true. And that's huge. How, did, how does that mean to you? It means a lot to be a member of the African-American community and being in this kind of a position to serve, to bring some diversity to the uh, table, uh, sitting in the executive branch, uh, with the governor, lieutenant governor, uh, as well as the other six statewide elected officials and the commissioners of public utilities and transportation. That's awesome to be sitting here. And growing up, I never thought that I would be sitting in this position. So I'm very fortunate uh, and very uh, grateful to the wisdom and the, what I refer to as the value, integrity, and principles that my parent gave me, that I'm able to sit uh, in these kind of a settings uh, as a commissioner and to help not appropriate uh, but allocate the dollars for our infrastructure system. Again, infrastructure, I think, is key to building a community. And when I, uh, one of the commissioners, can sit at the table and allocate $1.4 billion that the legislature and the federal government has sent to us, uh, that's pretty significant. And, you know, being a graduate of Little Alcorn State University and a master's and specialist degree from Delta State, uh, and then to come from Utica, Mississippi, uh, a family with 11 children living in a shack, so to speak, wow. uh, I, I think that's uh, an honor that the citizen of the district decided that they wanted to choose me and put me in place to hold the position. Uh, so once again, I'm very proud and very honored to be a part of the executive branch of the state of Mississippi and to be successful in working with my colleagues. And I say that because when you think about how divided the country is right now and all of the things that's going on, and here we have a situation where we have three commissioners, uh, one black, 
two whites, one Democrat, two Republicans uh, from different parts of the state. But we don't allow none of those kinds of differences to interfere with our ability to work and take care of the infrastructure system in the state of Mississippi. So I'm honored to be a part of that. And I would speak for your district, you know, your folks, your constituents. I know you've <clears throat> you've served everyone well in all these roles and, and always done a, a yeoman's work and uh, earned every, every bit of the, the credit and recognition that you get these days. We appreciate you and, and certainly glad to have you here as our commissioner. Uh, specifically mine, I'm in the district. So yes, same here. As the constituent, yeah, same absolutely. Well, you know, I'm the only commissioner that has three districts. You know, we have we are divided up into sub districts, and each commissioner has two. Uh, but I have three. You kind of pick up. The I have three, five, and you can say. Yeah. Well, I have yeah, I have three and five, and you can say also that I have four, and four being the administration, the central office here. District uh, four, oh yeah. I'm the only senator that has three districts, so they should pay me a little bit more money. <laughs> We can advocate for there that. We go. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've we've touched on a lot of subjects, and now we're going to touch on our favorite one. We're all Absolutely. we've discussed before all big food people. So we'll take us home with the question. Yes, sir. And if those of you who did not know, uh, Commissioner Simmons, a long time, eighteen years, I believe you said, long time restaurant tour, restaurant tour, restaurant owner. There we go. Uh, himself. So he uh, he's got the back the the inside scoop. But uh, we love to eat. And you especially spending a lot of time traveling around the state as the transportation commissioner. I know you run across places, maybe a hole in the wall here or there. Do you have a favorite somewhere? Well, you know, there are a lot of good places in Mississippi where you can find food. You can go out in the country, rural, uh, metro Jackson, Gulf Coast, northeast Mississippi. Good food everywhere. Uh, one of the places that I have to say that I am fascinated with and over uh one i guess because i love chicken me too secondly i'm in transportation now and following covid when i pull up into a chick-fil-a oh yeah drive-through <laughs> operation the way in which they have redesigned their whole system where they have two or three lanes where individuals are collecting money uh and after they collect the money they put you into a lane where they would bring your food, and then they bring you back into the one lane to get you out the system. They had a good engineer, an architect, to help design that, right. similar to what we are challenged with in the Department of Transportation. So when I put together their access with that and the good chicken that they have in it, I would say Chick-fil-A is a place that everybody should stop by just okay. to look at the flow of the traffic and how they move traffic in and out of the place and give you the order that you That's actually right. placed. With sure. a smile. I mean, yeah, I may even give you a, 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 a love note or a, have a good day. Yeah, I'm continually fascinated by how well they run that operation. It is. Efficient. Yeah, there's efficient, no doubt. Well, we, uh, we're, we're big chicken fans here, too. I, I think I eat three times a week at the farmer's market down here, and I cannot <laughs> bypass the fried chicken. They always have the baked option, you know, or something a little healthier. I can't help myself. I mean, I'm glutton for punishment, and I do love it. Um, no doubt. But let's say, hey, Chick-fil-A out there, folks. Go check it out. Chick-fil-A. If you haven't heard of it, yeah. go check it out. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, before we uh, end things, I do want to send out some kudos to Will Kraft. He is actually the 2022 MDOT Chili oh, yeah, Cook-Off yeah. winner. 
he won the whole thing. Congratulations, Will. I didn't got to get any chili, but congratulations anyway. It's on its way. I'm bringing some to your office. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> and it was chicken, of all things. Chicken, chicken chili. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Chicken is the key. Well, Commissioner Simmons, we covered a lot of ground today. You know you're a busy man. Thank you so much for uh, making time to come on our show. Paul and Will, you made this easy. Thank you all so much. Appreciate and um, hopefully uh, it's a message that people will enjoy. Absolutely. I'm sure they will. They will. Uh, so let's wrap things up. I want to thank all of our listeners out there for tuning into the Extra Mile podcast. Remember, you can watch and listen to episodes. Just visit goem.com forward slash the extra mile you can follow us on social media at mississippi dot is the handle facebook twitter instagram etc uh we of course want to thank katie hornsby our producer our editor drew hall they do a lot of work to make this show go behind the scenes uh without further ado remember to drive smart out there on mississippi highways <laughs>